Cody and Robin are not even trying to hide how crappy they are, or are they so delusional that they truly believe they are the victim in all of this? We know now that they rewatch the episodes, right? We have Janelle making references to things Cody said. They must watch this back. And as it, you know, as it visually, you know, goes in their eyes and their brain, it like translates to I'm the victim. Like it's their fault. They didn't know how, I guess, the the fandom is of viewing the inside of their home. Yeah. But it's almost felt like, and I guess in some ways they're trying to have some type of privacy, even though they're on a show. In some ways, we don't even see that much of the home ever. We don't see inside people's bedrooms for the most part, mm-hmm. kiddos. They're sort of maybe their safe spaces. For example, I don't know if we've ever seen that I can recall the downstairs of Robin's house. We've only ever seen the living space with a kitchen and the outdoor seating area. So even inadvertently, they've always kind of protected their home. And even then, I can find so much to talk about. The little bits we got, man, the amount of pausing and slowing down and analyzing that we've done just in this episode, it was chef's kiss and it needs to... We need more of this content. The initial view of Cody at the counter was beautiful. It was the pantry door open with every single surface taken all the way to the top of the cabinets, the actual cabinet tops on the floor, which means there's no room in those cabinets. And then every single surface in the kitchen and on the table. You made a joke that... If there's a horizontal surface, it's getting filled up. We're going everywhere. I was joking and I said, if your home starts to incorporate things you would see at a grocery store, because they're trying to maximize their, you know, what they're displaying and what your eyes see. If your home starts to incorporate that, you need to start being careful and maybe start analyzing what's going on. If your home starts to incorporate supermarket displays as decor, you've gone too far. It's a slight red flag. There's one thing I noticed on their kitchen counter. If you've ever been to a 7-Eleven in the morning, right next to the cashier, there's sometimes there's like little like fresh bananas and then there's maybe some jerky, but it's all these little almost baskets Mm -hmm. that are stacked. I swear I saw that exact same thing at Robin's house. (laughs) That brings up my question perfectly. Let's say in a couple years down the line, for some reason, things at Robin and Cody's house go to auction. Sure. What are you going into a bidding war over? Now, you asked me this earlier and I immediately knew my answer. Uh Uh-huh. It's definitely going to be the mini bikes. (laughs) No. Just because you actually want them. I would actually use it. Oh, I want something from history, like very sister wives. Oh, no. I mean, art. I wouldn't care about the art. Any weird figurines I wouldn't care about. Their clothes is a no. It's a hard no. (laughs) It's a hard pass. Would you let me get the bed? No. (laughs) That's like some guest room weird. That's when you have a weird ass guest room. I want the clock that was in the doorway that is a deep cut because that is what Cody gave to Robin for, what was it, the Valentine's Day gifts or Mother's Day gifts? I can't remember. But 
I want it because the inequality, like, didn't Janelle get a sign or, like, an apron, and she got this, like, very expensive clock. I take it back. I want the photo that Robin had photoshopped. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> How did I not think of that? that okay, the final answer. Oh. That is my final answer. Wow. That's way better than mine. I would fucking display that shit in our stairwell. Like, I'd be proud. <laughs> like, this is our family. I would, be, <laughs> I would be so proud of owning that. I You have to add it to it and add us in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Also, like, one tchotchke. Like, yeah. a weird one. One that makes no sense for they, our house. Honestly, they probably have, and I'm assuming we've never seen this, but they probably have some really fascinating polygamous stuff oh you're like right some old timey polygamous things maybe like a very old i don't want to say book of mormon but something like religious that kind of context that would be interesting too i don't want to just put it on robin but i think it's robin and cody's spending habits oh no i fully agree i cody is in this we have seen these titan size shows and i mean current example i mean look at walking dead look at what it used to be to what people think of it now so if there's folks out there that think sister wives isn't gonna one day end it is for sure going to end we have had some of the most incredible shows ever have ended this show will end but i hope in like five seasons i feel like i'm one of the rare people that wants this to go on a lot longer like i want to see it we have been here 10 years like i need to see it through if I'm being a realist, because the wives are starting to leave, I think something interesting would have to happen, a, na a name change, something. But the whole premise of the show, and especially with a lot of the kids aging out, I mean, very, very few young kids are left. I think the longevity of the show is, you know, probably under five more seasons. If you had to go over under on yeah. five, I'm going under true i just want as many as i can get sure. also it would probably have to involve following the older children at some point i just think so many of them besides the rare ones like mckelty have just completely shut this show out that it's just not going to happen or you're not going to get the kiddos that you would like to get updates from or like to see continue on i just don't think they would sign up for it which leads me to Okay, now that this show's over, you're not getting this profit. A lot of the other wives have done things to sustain some kind of income. Whereas I, we know Cody, he sells guns. I don't know how much money he makes from that, but I bet it's not enough to support their spending habits. And Robin seems to have, at some point in time, she's thinking, I'm going to have a partner that takes care of me. So she just hasn't worked how dare you? The closet of her sister wives. Which was a huge <laughs> fail, a monumental <laughs> fail. I think it would be it would be more devastating to Robin and Cody than it would the other folks on the show. I agree. And I don't think they have a plan. Not yet. Speaking of McKelty and kind of her time on camera, I recently found out that during her Patreon reviewing this week's episode or commenting on it rather... Tony had an interesting uh, statement, which I do not agree with, and I cannot believe this came out of his mouth. Tony compared Cody not calling Savannah on Christmas to Janelle not calling Robin's kids on Christmas. How dare he? I see what Tony's trying to do. The issue is that 
yes, they've tried to always show that we're one big family, so on and so forth. I have my sister wives. They can help me take care of my children. But the reality of it is we've never seen that from Robin as far as fully embracing that aspects of plural marriage. We've never seen her give up her children to that extent or go on some vacation and trust the sister wives to watch her children. So in that way, these mothers have not formed that level of bond with these kids. And again, there is a fine line. Janelle was never legally married to Cody. Most or all of her kids, most of her kids did not grow up with Robin's kids. Mm -hmm. There's just, and again, Janelle was a working mom. Like even when Robin was starting to sort of get into the mold, get into this family, well, Janelle was working. So they're not, they're not forming these bonds like that. So the fact that Tony thinks someone who's not the mother of these kids has very little to no contact as far as we know with these children, he expects her to call them. But Cody is the biological father of these children and he will not communicate with them on the holidays. It's ridiculous. Also, I feel like Janelle's relationship with those kids are even further removed. We had Christine, who kind of took care of the children, wanted to take care of Robin's children, involved them more. But I think Janelle is even further removed from that. Something I've wondered, and I've mentioned it before on the pod, there are a few instances of kids that do support Cody and Robin, at least a little bit. And the ones that send out are Tony and McKelty. Mm. Now, I have a theory and I am I don't know if I'm happy to be right or wrong but I think there are some kids that still benefit from this show in one way or another whether that's Cody and Robin sort of dispersing money but I think if I was to pick a pair of of kids or I mean they're all adults but that are still on the rope I think McKelty would be one of them well I believe it was Gwen semi-recently, might have been last season, talked about how Cody does distribute money to the kids. Okay, so, so I never saw that. No, you didn't. I never so, saw that. I don't know if it's still the case, but I would say I agree with you. They may get a little bit more than everyone else with how hard they ride for the villains of the show. But see, a, a few things here. I would love to break that down because... Is he giving them money because in his mind, it's almost like a payback of like, hey, I had you on TV for so many years when you were young. You didn't get paid anything for that. Let me sort of split a little bit of this wealth with you. Or is it more I can't fully sustain myself? I actually need you to give me some of that money. I think a little bit of both because she said it was if they asked, he would provide that so i think it's a little bit of both maybe because they were kids on tv and also you know just to support his kids it's always curious to know if a kid asks but what is the average and how much is too much like are you giving me two three hundred bucks every month to pay off some of my bills or are we talking a thousand a couple thousand well like, that's what, that I is mean, so fascinating what is that number well, to Cody, that's not much. That's not expensive. So, I mean... Three $600 bikes, so 1800 bucks. not that expensive. That's on the low end. So, yeah. I mean, I, I just think his view of expensive and a lot of money is a lot different than ours. You got to imagine, those bikes... There's only three bikes, right? But 
that was just one of many gifts and it was six uh, yes. and it was six hundred dollars so this is what i mean how much is too much if it's my monthly allowance for my parents when you're an adult like you're giving this kid six hundred dollar bike how much is too much for me as an adult when i have way more expenses than this kid yeah, and speaking of costs during the holidays, Cody didn't get anyone else gifts. None of the kids confirmed by McKelty. This just came out. Except her, I'm assuming her kiddo, Isabel and Truly, because they came over to his house. Savannah didn't get anything. Savannah wasn't even invited over. Since we're on this topic about money, I am curious if, let's say Cody is either too lazy or just doesn't want to get gifts for every single kid which you can word it as, oh, my father didn't give me a gift, but all he did was send you money. That still counts. Money but counts. It's there's almost there's no thought process there, right? Well, but for older kids, I mean, Janelle's kids all wanted gift cards. I mean, it's the same thing. If honestly, better. He can spend it anywhere. I still think that would have been so welcome versus literally nothing and no call. Last fun question is from Reddit, and I'm so sorry I didn't write down this username, and then I never know if like a Reddit user would want their username out there, so. I'm sure they wouldn't mind since it's a public forum. But everyone's, I feel like Reddits are pretty like sacred to themselves. Sure. So I never know if I should give people shout outs or not, but this person had a great question this week, and it was essentially, would you rather spend 24 hours in Cody's mind or Robin's mind? Initially, I was like, Robin, absolutely no question. How are you always the victim? How is everything else, everyone else's fault? I need to know how you justify this. If this is genuinely how you feel, is it, are you actually thinking this through? But like the first comment was like, no, never Robin, because all you're just going to be full of anxiety and illness. Like You're just going to be sad all the time. I think realistically, there is no wrong answer because you're going to get some gems with whoever you pick. Yeah, I think with the latest episode with Cody talking about some like really dark thoughts, I think it'd be really interesting to find out what those were. Mm -hmm. But my choice was Robin, because the way we've seen Robin talk about situations or her thoughts on things or how things may have happened or the way she words things to her kids. I just think it would be fascinating to be in her mind as she's literally lying about things. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? What are you thinking about when you're doing this? Or again, like you mentioned, always the victim. Like what is going on inside your mind that your thinking process is, Yes, I know I'm not the victim and this is how it really happened, but I'm about to fake cry and whatever, like whatever the scene is. I think it'd be really fascinating to see or just view that psychology about it. Are we ready to jump in to the actual episode? It was crazy. Let's do it. Somehow every week I feel worse and worse for these people in this, in this family. Not Cody and Robin, but everyone else. Oh, especially their kids. I mean, the way... Just a blatant inequality, just the way they're all treated. Yeah. So at this point in the episode, the fight with Janelle was 10 days ago, and there's been no contact since. Cody says that he was triggered by being told to F off, but he really thinks Janelle is the mean one. 
A really sad moment in the episode is when Janelle starts tearing up and you can tell this is filmed right after the big fight with Cody. And she says that she feels depressed and that she doesn't recognize this man. She says she doesn't recognize this very mean person and she has nothing. Did you notice that Christmas Eve was at Robin's house, even though in the previous episode, which was probably a day or two before, it was discussed that it was going to be at Mary's house per all the traditions? I think it is strange. And I think it's also strange that they never acknowledge that, which I think throws off the story. But also I was wondering, how does that conversation go? So we decide we're going to Mary's for Christmas Eve. Everyone goes off and drives off and then just, does Cody call up Mary and say, oh, you know what? I think we changed our mind. I think our house would be a better spot for Christmas Eve. Do you mind just coming over here? I mean, it's just one of you and it would be like six of us. I think Cody and Robin are definitely behind it. Just saying, oh, it's so much easier for the chicken tenders to stay here. We don't have to get them in the van. The chicken tenders. (laughs) We can just bring, you can just come here. Like you said, there's one of you. There's so many of us. Also, when they're doing the blankets, No, no, no. That was not Mary's doing either. I am fully convinced that Mary or excuse me, Robin or Cody were like, oh, they have enough PJs. How do you feel about doing something different this year? Oh, And so she had to switch that too. No, no, no. They want to make their own traditions. Yeah. And phase out Mary's traditions in every way. In Thanksgiving, in Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. We got it's excommunicado. We got to start. We got to start molding into something new. And then acting all surprised when she's like, I'm out of here. When you took everything, we kind of see what Christine and Janelle are up to on Christmas Eve as well. And it's kind of various cooking and eating together, cute scenes. While we're watching the scene of Janelle, she talks about how she told Cody to pick up his crap. He didn't. She currently put it in storage and who knows, she might just give it away. Good for her. I think this goes to show that there's really not much at Janelle's that's Cody's. No, I don't think too much. Probably lots of gloves. Like realistically, it's probably just clothing. Yeah, I think so. Because that was always a big complaint, even in the Lehigh house of like finding clothes and being so dramatic about it. We see a couch scene of Gabe Garrison and Savannah and Garrison talks about how he has tried to reach out, but that they are being blamed for offenses that never happened. And I say, just mm. own it. Don't, don't. Mm. No, we know they happen. He's kind of got a tiny smirk as he's saying this. <laughs> he does. And uh, Garrison, we already know it was you who contacted Robin. Also, we're on your side. Don't worry. Like, yeah, we got we're on you. your side. But yeah, you're right. You just have to own it at this point. Cody says that he has reached out and that he was rejected. And by that, he means he yelled at Janelle to reach out. And when it didn't go his way, he counts out as being rejected. We go back to Christmas Eve at Cody and Robin's house. And this is the first time we see the glorious pantry and every horizontal area in the home having something on it. I want to give them just a little bit of slack because... How dare you? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) It is the holidays and anyone's house can look like a fucking tornado just went through it during the holidays. I mean, boxes, wrapping paper, gifts, desserts everywhere, like dessert boxes being put together, baking, it's just shit everywhere. If you know you're filming, you're not gonna like close the pantry, shove some stuff in the dishwasher. I don't know. There was only, eh, well, I can't say only one. The major thing that really threw me off 
and I couldn't read all of it because there's just so much, so much to look at. The sheer amount of I don't even know if it's like vitamins, prescription medicine. I don't even know what was all pre-workout, probably post-workout, mid-workout. I don't know. There was so many pill bottles on their kitchen counter. So I believe it's all supplements. It didn't look like a typical prescription bottle, but it was interesting that... That's the weird thing, though. Like, nothing was in a prescription bottle. No, so I think it was all supplements, but it was really interesting to kind of see all that was there. So at the top of the shelf, there's two instant containers of coffee. There's a Folgers and a Nestle. Sure. I know those by heart. (laughs) Kind of on the next shelf is where we start the supplements and whatnot. And there's capsules, there's tablets, there's like eyedroppers, there's loose leaf type stuff. Uh, Anything that you could think of is on that store display and on their counter the sheer size and amount of it really threw me off because is this family like hypochondriacs that they just have supplements for anything and everything i know they have kiddos so like with kids you just you need medicine at home for your kids but please like community correct me if i'm wrong that was just an astonishing amount and come on now, can we organize it? Usually your medicine cabinet is like a cabinet, not my kitchen counter. Yeah, I was talking to one of our friends on Instagram about this, of how like I feel like somewhere in this massive house, you could have just put this whole thing in a cabinet. Like why isn't all this in a section of the pantry? Or this is our medicine. I think the pantry's tapped out. The pa- Yes, the pantry's <laughs> tapped out, but... I mean, even visually for your, again, we're talking about Robin, home decor, all these weird ass paintings. Like, yes, home decor in some ways important to you, but you can't tell me this throne of supplements (laughs) is really your idea of a well put together home. Honestly, I think the majority of it is Cody's and he's probably really particular about it. So as many of us wives do, we just kind of give their partner a corner that we like don't touch because you're going to get annoyed. You and your hobbies also have that corner. So maybe it's like that where he's like, no, I need to find out where to find this vitamin E at any given moment. I guess the weird thing, too, we can talk about is just his odd stance with Isabel and her surgery and then the whole COVID situation and whether you believe in that or not. But then you have this mountain of supplements, which is really interesting because supplements do not go through FDA approval. There's no human trials. So there's no data on like long-term use. And I'm all about combining like Western medicine and alternate medicine. So that's not the issue. The issue is that he is like, like the scoliosis surgery. I'll never give him a pass on. Oh, for sure. Like that. She needed it. Oh, he said that's pish posh. Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't remember. But oh, it's hearsay. 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 Yeah. Something. Pish-posh. He just, he just defined it. It's like you couldn't even take him seriously. You're like, what? The, do- exactly. the doctor's telling you your kid needs this back surgery? And you're like, eh. The kid is saying, I need like, surgery. Eh, I'm, just, I'm just done seeing the doctor. Eh. Yeah, like, we're uh, going to do another one. Okay. That's the strange part is like having these like glaring issues where like you need care versus, well, I think I know better. We cut to a scene of Mary telling us about her mock ravioli. And I don't know what makes it ravioli. Like, there's no pocket of deliciousness. It's a pasta bake. Like a casserole. I'm not a cook at all, but I don't find it annoying. Maybe just very, very tiny amount that 
they feel so strongly about renaming things. Like I'm very much like, nah, the recipe says this, this is what it says. Like what you, she, uh, she called it butterfly. Butterfly noodles, not bow tie noodles in Italy. They're called butterfly noodles though. So maybe she like learned that and was like, Ooh, Nope, that's so, what they so are. Maybe we're in the wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Lesson Depending learned. on where you're at. Lesson learned. I want to know who took the beautiful rolling shot of the Dickens Christmas village. It was probably Cody. I think it was Robin. Oh, I would imagine Cody. He gets in there. He's very, oh, like, maybe. he's doing the action shot. He's, he's like walking heel to toe, getting that smooth <laughs> transition. Cause they I, were very proud. I would see Cody doing that for sure. Also, Again, I just I can't judge people too much because I have some weird fucking hobbies. You know, I collect not not so much that I collect because I have if I collect, it's a very tiny collection of just random things. And man, Christmas just does not vibe with me so much that I would need a a Christmas specific collectible. You say that, but that just leads to my next example of you collect things you like, correct? Sure. She is saying Cody likes this movie, so I collect that. That's what makes it weird. Like, just own up that you like these little figurines. Does she, though? What do you mean? I think Robin just likes... (laughs) No, no. I think you're taking it wrong because from Robin's mindset, if I have an excuse to shop more or be on the hunt for something or a thing, I'm going to be on the hunt for it. I guess. So this is just a thing to be on the hunt for, for Cody. Speaking of kind of that more scenario, you were a sneakerhead, always on the hunt. You're selling, buying, reselling, all this stuff. Sure. Okay. I did not do that. Sure. While you did that, though, I did reap the benefit of getting shoes. Sure. Maybe that's similar of like Cody reaps the benefit or she reaps the benefit of being able to buy these things and say it's because Cody loves it. Yeah, I'm trying to make I, a connection yeah, with one of your old hobbies. <laughs> I don't know, because I wonder if for their collectibles, like, do they ever sell this stuff? Or are they only consuming? No, we're only consuming, for sure. Mm. I really also loved whoever did the fancy panning shot of the Christmas village also did a very beautiful shot of their bajillion foot Christmas tree. And I really like the comparison of last episode of Cody, you know, crapping all over Janelle's tree so tiny and then being able to see what he gets for his favorite family. That still annoyed the shit out of me because how can you say that when you're not helping me acquire a tree at all? No, you didn't offer. You're not even here. Yep. So yeah, I just, I don't want to belabor that point, but yeah, just annoying. This is then kind of further into Christmas Eve where we see everyone opening their Christmas blankets, not PJs, but blankets. And this is where Cody says that he and Robin have to really tone down their romantic tension while Mary is there. Gross. I found out while watching Married at First Sight a few seasons ago that I'm a prude about things on TV and it still stands. I didn't even want to hear this. I don't even want to think of any romance between Cody and Robin. I have a hard time feeling for Mary in this this scene because... We've been saying that she needs to go find her person for years. It's been so many years that at this point, you should have maybe found someone, maybe remarried, and you're coming over as a friend with your partner. <laughs> like, that's how long it should have happened. 
Do you think Cody would ever allow her to bring another man into his home? No, I am for sure that you're just excommunicado. Yeah, like fully. Like your traditions were taken away and now like everything. Like don't even come around. Yeah, like it probably wouldn't happen. But I'm just saying it's been so long that that should be a more realistic situation than what we're seeing right now. And also... Dude, you really can't keep it in your pants for two hours? I know. I was like, what are you doing? You keep, you were talking so much shit about your kid and like breaking the COVID rules because he wanted to hang out with his partner to get his pencil wet. I'm like, dude, you can't <laughs> chill on a couch for two hours? Like, do you constantly have to be cuddling? Like, you can handle it. You're, you're going to see this person every single day because neither of you leave the house. It's okay. I think for Mary, if I was in her situation... And you could feel that chemistry or just like tension in the air. I would imagine it would make for such an uncomfortable moment and a just just a a terrible taste in your mouth and it's just a terrible memory that I don't know. Like if I'm leaving that home on Christmas Eve, mind you, you know, Christmas, it's cold, it's snowy, mm-hmm. you know, you're going back to a cold, empty home. Mm-hmm. That might be the moment where I'm saying you know what? I think I'm done with this. Like, I can't do this again. Like, that was too much. It seems like that venom may have been the wake up because this season we hear her say, I'm done. And I think just to witness how Cody treats Robin and her kids and then just think about how you've been treated for so long after trying to fight your way back into this relationship and getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely, absolutely nowhere. There was no coming back. There, right. And I just think that would hurt. I think that would hurt seeing that. I think it is really hurtful for Mary because she says it's like being the other woman. Cody thinks he can hide it and he's not. It's interesting because the way they were talking about the romantic chemistry or whatever, that was only with Mary, who's really been on the outs for years. I mean, imagine if Janelle was there. Or anyone. I mean, Janelle was there. Christine was there with Truly. Like, to see the way he treats Robin just in your face, I I can imagine why they'd be like, oh, that's not a good idea. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I can tell it's not a good idea because, like, somebody's going to be fighting. Well, you remember Christine used to say, like, it was so hard to go to Cody and Robin's house because they had a full functioning marriage. It was hard to see them have that and for you not to have that. And so I think that even existed then. Couldn't keep his hands off of her. Realistically speaking, we should probably appreciate Christine more because I think, and I'm sure there's folks out there that maybe agree with this, maybe don't. I think she led such a huge change in this family because if she had stayed, I don't see the other wives leaving. No, I agree. I think... With her leaving and they see that she was just fine. Like, because that's, her a, fe- life that's a fear, right? Oh, if I leave, my life's over. What exactly. am I going to do? Can I sustain myself, support mm-hmm. myself? Yes. Once you see an example of this, you're like, oh, this is possible. This is a yeah. reality. And it's not just seeing a friend go through it, it's literally someone that was married to your husband. I left that scene feeling really bad for Mary, and then she immediately left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> She was driving back to Cody and Robin's on Christmas morning, and she said that she felt like her and Robin were the only ones trying to keep the family together. There's what family? What are we trying to keep together? Are you reaching out to the kids? Because we've never heard of anything like that, so I don't know why you're saying that. It's, is it because Cody and Robin invite you over and you go over and you count that as trying to keep the family together? 
trying to keep the family together equals not inviting Janelle and her kids to Christmas Eve. Yeah, not hosting Christmas Eve for the neutral ground for everyone that was going to show up was going to show up. See, again, it's just so easy to counter their points. Mm -hmm. It's, It's too easy. We see a sparkle in Cody's eyes, so that must mean his favorite family is around. He's excited for Christmas, and he is so, so excited to show his surprise. Three mini bikes are waiting for the kiddos when they come up the stairs on Christmas morning, but there's five kids, so I don't know what we're doing with this. Cody is the type of person where if someone tells you, hey, we're going to go meet this person, they're really sensitive about this Don't mention this. That's the first thing he mentions. (laughs) Yes. What are you doing? Okay. Back to countering their points. How long did we go talking about Dayton's incident, his injury, the medical, you know, medical, then surgeries, such a big deal, huge Mm -hmm. deal, ATV accident. But then we get these kids, three mini bikes. Not only that, but if you remember in a later episode, they forced him to get back on a ATV like he didn't have to he went and basically was tearing up in a van to kind of like hide and they made him get on it and so it's like are you doing that again another thing I don't know the kiddos like that but have they shown realistically these three bikes are for the two youngest kids and Cody like have the kids shown any interest ever in doing something like this I don't think so It feels so random. Again, the overcompensation. Fine, I'll admit it. I agree with Robin. It is definitely an overcompensation. I do love how he wanted to throw the little jab of, oh, yeah, no worries. We got helmets. I'm like, okay. I know. We got helmets and pats for everyone. I was like, okay. So Dayton wasn't wearing a helmet during his accident, right? I would assume not because I feel like the helmet would have been hit before the eye. And there definitely, I assume, wasn't the traditional eyewear that you would have on a type of like ATV or motocross helmet. I just love the thought when he's like, oh, and they're not that expensive and they're like 600 bucks a piece. I'm like, and that's on the low end. I've seen them up to like eight, nine high end. So I don't know which ones they were, but that's expensive in my book, considering they had like 500 more presents while you ignore the 12 other children. And get them nothing. Yeah, I guess my statement is shit because, yes, you do have so many more children. Is this equal? No, that's the reason for all of this. I also am not a fan of how Cody, once a wife rejects him or decides like, yeah, I'm I'm over this. Like, I've I've suffered enough. Mm -hmm. He also groups the relation. It seems like he groups the relationships with that wife's children like with that relationship exactly the mother's relationship with cody is a direct reflection of how he's going to treat those children that's so gross they had nothing to do with it think of savannah who's literally just quiet never said a bad word about anyone and she's lumped in with her brothers and janelle We see Janelle and the kiddos at the vacation rental, and it's just them for now until Christine comes later, but they're opening their gifts. They mostly got gift cards, and they're saying that it was a pleasant Christmas. They were worried it would be almost too quiet. It would be sad, but they had a great time anyway. 
Christine also talks about how excited she is to have a small, simple Christmas with good food, good people. I almost feel like Christine took it a little too far, though, in my opinion, because she just was doting on and on about how like, oh, yeah, I'm, it's going to be small and great and perfect. I don't, I don't want that big one. And I'm like, oh, but that's still your family. Like, I get where you're coming from and the sentiment you're trying to express. But I felt bad because like, what about all the kiddos? That was the point of why it's so fun. I think I think in the same way where it's really hard for Robin to say negatives about Cody because this is the person you've chosen to lead your family. And, you know, how dare you leave the person I chose? Whereas Christine has to really back up her decision mm-hmm. to leave and has to be more more vo- has to be very vocal about it. Janelle talks about how she hasn't heard from anyone in Flagstaff. And that gives me more, I guess, credit to what I was trying to say previous with Mary, you know, saying she was the only one along with Robin trying to keep the family together. But yet not a single person in that town has reached out to Janelle or her kids. What are you talking about? Caught my eye that during breakfast... On Christmas Day at Cody and Robin's house, there was a wine bottle and a whiskey bottle or brandy, some type of dark liquor on the table. Caught my eye. I mean, did they ever say they didn't drink? I thought Cody didn't. I was trying to remember because I remember when they went and traveled, like all the wives got a beer, but I didn't think Cody did. I'm not sure. Cody talks about how Janelle has been just as absent as he has. And that's why him and Tony are BFFs. The thing is, Cody is the father of Janelle's kids. Janelle is not the mother of Robin's kids. And there's like no connection there. They were never allowed to hang out. They were always with their mom. I mean, you mentioned it earlier. I mean, just the way from what we saw on this episode, the way he treated Savannah on this holiday, I think that's incredibly disrespectful. This is your child who as far as you can tell, still cares about you, still mm-hmm. sees you as, you know, her dad, her father and all that good stuff. But you don't even reach out, which goes to show if he doesn't reach out to this child who has no issue with him. Do we really think he's reaching out to anyone else? No, that's why I think he's lying when he says like, oh, I've reached out to the boys. They've rejected me. No, you haven't. Which folks have made interesting points this season where it's not the kid's job to maintain that relationship. It is the parent's job where, but I think Cody expects his children to call him. Yes. I, it's totally the parent's responsibility. It doesn't matter how old you are, how old the kid is. It is your job that if you want a relationship that you need to reach out, it blows my mind that he can come up with so many excuses of why that's not the case. I love a good Cody saying like an analogy But I love even more when he gets it wrong. Cody says that Janelle is out of mind and out of sight. Which you got to flip that. That's not that's (laughs) not correct, sir. The Browns are really fascinating because they either get normal sayings wrong or they create their own that like no one has ever heard of. Yes. And I don't know why. Like we've heard even the wives do it. I think some kids. (laughs) Is this like a Utah thing we just don't know about? Maybe. I mean, we used to live there and we, I don't, the accent's very true. But it's different though, because our, when we live there, our friend group isn't from Utah. No, it was all military. So people are from everywhere. Yeah, nobody's from Utah. 
And also, I never picked up the accent. But once again, the people I'm hanging out with, I mean, even my barber, he was from Mississippi. Like, no one's from Utah that I was hanging out with. I feel like I kind of talk like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Just certain words I say, I'm like, yeah, that's not how that's said. <laughs> but I don't know. How did you feel about Cody having to explain to us what crepes are? We couldn't say a thin pancake or it has a type of batter. He went straight to tortilla, but not a tortilla. Two things, two things. One, he thinks all of us sitting at home watching the show, we're all fucking idiots. Because <laughs> yes. clearly he thought all of us as a collective just did not know what a fucking crepe was. Yeah. Two, he did the longest spiel just to make his point that I make it like a burrito. Like, really? That was worth all of this random definition of what a crepe is and how it's not Mexican, it's French? He ate that thing like a savage. Mont- okay, I have a I have a theory about Cody. I, I don't know, because Cody, he's very, or at least maybe used to be, I think he used to be more organized. But anyway, I think he portrays this image of, you know, this leader of this family and, you know, health. He's like into fitness, I guess. And I wonder if when he eats, he's one of those folks that there's no like, they can't waste time. Like, I can't just sit here. I have to be doing something. I got to put my gloves on. I'm ready for action. <laughs> so when he eats, it's like quick. Like, I, like I'm like i eating so fast and I'm on to the next thing. I was getting some military flashbacks of seeing like how fast he ate that thing. I'm like, okay, this guy's about business. Like, he's got shit to do. He can't waste time cutting a crepe and like slowly enjoying it. Does not have time for that. It's so funny you had a theory on that because I had a theory as well. And mine is more around the fact of he wants to be viewed as like a manly man. And so he can't be using a fork and knife. No. Oh, on a crepe. Yeah. We're going to yeah. make this like a burrito. We're going to use our hands. I'm a man. I drive convertibles. I wear visors. I eat with my hands. I need Cody to. Well, I need to see him eat an omelet on on film with his hands <laughs> like a burrito he just rolls it right up <laughs> did you notice mary was like looking in the oven and kind of like moseying around and stuff and i just thought is she the one cooking i don't know do they have the first wife the previous legal wife cooking no, for the new wife i imagine the way they were talking about it i imagine they eat crepes fairly often so it's probably the kids or someone like that was in charge of cooking the crepes you're right mary probably drops them off weekly but once again back to that (laughs) point no one in the history of humanity has ever thought a crepe was in any way connected to mexican cuisine no no one no i just him we see good old nate again which is his name nate or is nathan nathan i think it's nathan but i want to call him nate sure so i'm going to (laughs) We see him get into Cody's truck, and I was really confused. Did he just arrive and they immediately left? I don't know, because they're showing it kind of weird. And for all we know, they could have come for the holidays. We just don't see them in filming. We find out that Nathan or Nate is married to Mary's sister. Oh, the family wreath. It gets bigger and bigger. Okay. The way Cody described that boy's trip or whatever... He made it seem like, oh, these are my friends, blah, 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 and my brother. But no, that's your brother-in-law and your brother and for all I know, like your cousin. Which, another theory, 
this circle of people they hang out with, or I don't even know, allowed to be their friends is so tight. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be a sibling, a cousin, a something in law. Like you are not getting in this circle unless you're one of those. No, you can't be like a friend you met out in the wild. No. I need to know if Cody tested before he went back home to Robin. Definitely not. (laughs) Thank you. Also my assumption. But Truly has to test every time she goes sees her dad. Okay. Cody opens the scene by saying it's the weirdest thing that he's experiencing because he still has a wife that he's in love with. And I don't think that's so wild because I think for the past, gosh, at least five years, this is how it's been. This was the only one he loved. Is it odd to be talking about this when you're out of love to this man's sister-in-law? Yes. And also, yeah, I don't know. Is it... Should he have Mary's back more? I would as Yeah, I would that's say That's what yes. I would think. Yeah, and there's not. His allegiance is to Cody, and that's weird. I wanted to really like Nate last episode, but he said a few problematic things this episode, which made me think, like, hmm. Like, he did learn. I think he learned from his divorce, but I don't know if it's enough. He says that he hopes people will have compassion seeing the downfall that Cody's going through, but... Cody self-inflicted this. This is not just something that happened to him. I think the downside with Cody is that, yes, he's going through this, but the actions after these divorces, he's not improving or he doesn't say to himself, you know what? Like I mentioned before, he, he's not cordial about things. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, this didn't work out. I wish you the best. I hope you find love. Um, hey, let's do our best to raise these kids. Like, I don't get that from him. And I'm like, why? I can't support him. I'm not going to be sensitive to him when he, he's not even self-aware enough to or cognizant to think about the long-term effects to his children. Mm-hmm. He is not at all trying to nurture any type of relationship with anyone in this family. I mean, same, we've mentioned it with with Truly. I mean... From what we've seen, unless like that one scene where I guess somebody in the community posted that they saw Cody in Utah having lunch with Mm -hmm. Isabel and Truly, I would imagine a high percentage points, most visits are Christine driving Truly down. Oh, yes, I agree. Versus a 50-50 thing, Mm -hmm. a 60-40 thing. I would imagine it's mostly Christine making that drive. I assume the only reason he was spotted in Utah is because Robin went to go see her family and he was like, fine, I'll stop by. Cody goes on and on about things he wishes he could change, things that he wishes were different. He says, I wish I didn't get married. I wish I could go back in time. And I have to point out the complete hypocrisy that when Christine talked about how she hated polygamy and she didn't want this anymore, about instead of listening to her and helping her, he just gave her a bunch of crap. You wouldn't have your family then. You wouldn't have your children. You wouldn't have me. The same thing can be said to Cody. Cody talks about how the wife in this type of relationship also loses a sister wife. And Cody immediately just goes, oh, yeah, Robin is dealing with the ultimate rejection. I mean, I I can't because (laughs) we've talked about the rejection the other wives got from Robin at the very beginning of this relationship. I just can't take it. Whether it's the lack of trusting them to watch her kids or help her with her kids to taking over 
long-standing family traditions a la Mary always making the Thanksgiving turkey mm-hmm. and then Robin out of nowhere which I think she rarely to ever cook says I want to cook the turkey I'm like yeah. why like I do this every year why are you messing up what works haven't you heard if it's not broken like we're good slowly taking away those traditions I love how they are in their minds just thinking about how good Robin's relationship was with these other sister wives when in reality there was little to no relationship so it's like how much is this really impacting you when we didn't have a relationship before it's almost like a trophy piece like ooh, look at the size of my family look how many wives are in this family but it's not like you don't have any relationship with those wives they're just a thing you can say you have i fully believe that's why cody even got into polygamy he wanted to look cool, say he have all the, has all these wives, that he has all these children. And because he wasn't truly in it for the right reasons, he couldn't act correctly, this happened. I can see where that's a part of it. I mean, kind of the root of at least their sect of the religion is like more wives, more, you know, more kids, closer to God, like all that stuff. Like that's a part of their religion. But he wasn't a part of that religion until he was like 20. True. So I'm like, I can't imagine all of a sudden coming home and my parents saying they're a part of this and then also joining. Because like his brother isn't a polygamist. I'd be curious to find out within Cody's siblings how many live the lifestyle and how many chose not to. I would also love to know what his mother thinks. Oh, of Cody now? Yes. That would be interesting. Would you like another trip to the farm? I would pay I mean, big it would only money. Be Robin's kids there. As long as I get an interview, I don't care. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> no one could go. Just the camera crew go. A talking head with mom. Yeah, that's it. That's what I want. This is where the conversation kind of shifted, and I was kind of side eyeing Nate and Cody. Cody says, "You know how society has been. A strong man will have more than one woman, whether they are married or not." What what are we talking about? What do, what does that mean? Like mistresses just out on the town. I mean, they're not trading cards that you can just collect, sir. Do you see Cody ever adding another wife? Absolutely not. No, this is totally his soulmate and Robin would never allow that. He could not even visit his other wives and children. There's no way that she's going to be like, yeah, you can have another wife. Go spend time with them. You know how disrespectful it would be? We, we, we're going to talk about it here in a moment about asking to be in a family and courting, but to imagine Cody courting a wife now, I don't think that would fly with Robin, even though that's exactly what happened in her situation. I don't even think it would fly with his ex-wives because what do you mean you're courting someone now? That's, I, that's all I wanted was you to spend time with the family. But you know it would make great television. Oh, I would. Again, the way you described it right yeah. there was I'm already sold. <laughs> I would love to see it and I would love Robin to have a taste of her own medicine, an 11-day honeymoon with a tiny baby at home, a, a fiancé that's already in the rotation. Now, we were talking about the show's longevity. (laughs) How much does Robin love money and tchotchkes? Would she do that in order to stay in her home? 
with the amount of stuff she's able to buy currently. Uh, that could be, you could add two, three more seasons to the show. Yeah. Crossover. Sister wives, ex seeking sister wife. Then the sacred loneliness is brought up. All the wives have very different opinions about this. Mary, Christine, and Janelle are not here for it. Some even deny ever even knowing about it. It's just crap, basically. Robin, on the other hand, says it is an opportunity to get a relationship with God. So is your relationship not great with God? I mean, you haven't been lonely very much. You've almost never been alone, which by your theory means you don't get to form a relationship with God. You can infer that. I was laughing with not only Mary, but Christine doubling down on just how stupid and ridiculous that statement was. Talking about ridiculous statements, Nate then talks about how the women have the freedom to choose who the father of their child is. Well, yeah, that's the way that works. So what does that mean? Like, oh, poor men, they have to father these children. Like, what are we doing? Honestly, sometimes when Nate was talking, I feel like Cody wasn't down with what Nate was saying. Oh, you don't think so? Because I think Cody would be like, I'm picking my wives. I, I don't know. I just think... I think he wasn't vibing completely with what Nate was saying. But he'll and just agree because that's he was his also in a way reiterating like, yes, they could join the family, but they can also decide when to leave. Like, I don't think that was vibing with Cody considering yeah. his wives are currently leaving. And he is not accepting it. Cody says that he courted Mary and Robin, but Christine and Janelle both asked to be in the family. Mm, he said begged to be in the family. Oh, you're right. Maybe I was like so shocked by that in my notes. Like, I was just like, that's... Your brain didn't even want to comprehend it that way. <laughs> but like, that's he definitely how, didn't that's say that. That's what he said. <laughs> Disgusting. Even worse. Which immediately, uh, excuse me, Janelle was like, the fuck? Like, I didn't beg to be in this family. I asked. He said, with that ask, I had special requirements for them to meet before joining the family. There will be other wives and you have to be committed to me. Which, like, isn't that the whole premise? They knew that before going in. What, what special requirement is that to you as a polygamist? I also didn't like the undertones of it doesn't even make sense because are you treating the wives you courted differently than the wives that asked to be in the family? But again, it's already broken because, well, look at how you treat Mary. But then I guess the counterpoint to that is like, well, Mary had the cold catfishing incident. I'm sure Cody was really bit about that. So uh, I feel like that creates kind of a, a bit of an outlier to that statement. I give Mary so much grace on that, considering he was treating her so poorly for years before that. True, true. Good counterpoint. I mean, the reason we ended up in this catfishing incident was because there was either a lack of romance or attention or even a lack of even visiting her in her home in Vegas. Like something was going on to even make that a reality. Too much sacred loneliness. But again, goes back to the point now that you, there is no difference of how you're treated, whether you asked to be in this family or were courted. Janelle talks about how it's not right for men to be out kind of chasing wives. Women are to approach the family and speak of the spiritual revelation to join the family. She goes on to say, Cody is now saying that Christine and I asked to be in the family and Robin was invited. 
Somehow, because we asked, we deserved less. We should be happy with what we got. It wasn't like we were begging. We simply asked. There was a courtship, and then we all got married. I can't remember how we went on this tangent when we were watching the show live, but I mentioned to you a long time ago on this podcast, I think my theory, they're using this whole Mary knew Robin and that was like the entryway. And then, oh, they had a relationship before I even knew Robin and she introduced me. And now, you know, we go on this process of courting and now it's a whole thing. No, I think Mary was a scapegoat to that. And it was straight up just Cody courting someone he thought was good looking. I fully agree. There is no way. The distance alone refutes that. No. No, no, no. How did Mary and Robin just meet? Like, how do you live that far away and you just casually meet some single lady who's got two kids that needs a husband and is looking to be courted? Also, that doesn't make sense because even in the book, I think it's where they talk about how they first saw each other at church. And like a church event. What do you mean? They cannot keep their lives straight in any aspect. Which goes back to their point of, you're a married man. What are you doing courting women? Yeah, you're not supposed to be out looking for other wives. Yet 20 years in with all these other women, all of a sudden, here comes Robin. Even some other polygamy shows we've seen, the way they handle this is more so hey, there's this person, I think they would be an amazing addition to our family. Mm -hmm. Is it okay if I court them? But that's, the man is asking the wives if it's okay if you court this Mm -hmm. person. Then they agree, and then whatever, you start the process. Whereas I don't think that's how it worked out with the Brown family. Like, was there ever a history of Cody asking, like, can I court Robin? No. I don't think that ever happened. Because, no, 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 no. That was like a secret relationship for a little while. And then, I mean, Christine was real vocal about how she did not want this. She was meant to be last wife. And he said, too bad. So, no, there was no getting permission. There was no even, like, courting the family, asking the family that you feel like you have a spiritual connection there. It was, I have romantic tension with Cody. Look back to what they mentioned. They said, you have this divine intervention is what Janelle said. Something is pulling you towards this family and, hey, your family's fantastic. I feel great about this. You know, can I be in your family? Whereas unless they met at church and everyone was there, like Robin wouldn't even have gotten the opportunity to meet the rest of the family. Exactly. Like you had only met, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, Mary and Cody. I'm like, that's not the whole family. I truly don't even think Mary wanted this. I don't. I don't know the way she supported Robin throughout the years. I think she wanted someone in her corner because Janelle mm-hmm. and Christine were not. Mm-hmm. She burned that bridge. She was a little too mean to them, a little too judgmental. It, it just didn't work. And so when the opportunity arose to have someone in her corner, she kept trying to foster that relationship, even though that other person was an awful friend to have. And it continues to be an awful friend. Cody continues to contradict himself. When he's talking to Nate, he says that they had a choice to be in the family. After they went through everything, they went through this process with us, they decided they didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And I'm like, in the last breath, didn't we just talk about the choice and it's the woman's choice and who's going to follow their children and it's their choice to be a part of this. It's Cody just never saw this happening. 
He says that everyone seemed happy. And this is further proof that he never listened to anyone in his family for the past 10 plus years. Man, if somebody in the community has the skills, they should just take that statement, but then do a speed highlight video of every single time a wife mentions she wasn't happy with what was currently going on. Mm-hmm. Cody says he really wants to know what the three of them think of plural marriage now, but he has four wives. So do we not like who's out here? I'm assuming Robin, but you guys aren't in plural marriage anymore. So shouldn't she also have an opinion? See, I read that as we're just not counting Christine's as Janelle, Mary and Robin. Oh, I took that complete opposite. The last oh, one standing. Interesting. Out of mind, out of sight. Out of mind, out of sight. <laughs> this is the hill. I don't say this often, but if I'm going to die on a hill, it's they should have just made stuff and like shirts with their weird ass sayings. <laughs> and they would have made way more money than my sister wife's closet. I fully agree. Just stuff. Like coffee, sayings. coffee mugs, house stuff, regular t-shirts. Oh my gosh. Do you remember when Robin wanted to do the plus size holy line for Janelle? So that that's something she could spearhead because she has experience. I I can't. What it's, a butt. I can't. It's so bad. Cody talks about how he doesn't like who he is and that he has a gremlin inside of him. He says, there's a deep urge I'm fighting. It's ugly and sinister. And this is the wolf you want to starve. The urge to be mean as hell has gotten in me. I've tried so hard to do what is right. When you feel like you failed, you think, I should just be the devil I think I am now. Isn't it fascinating that he thinks he's good now? I think all along. I think he thinks he is just perfect. And then he says, oh, you think I'm an asshole? I'll show you an asshole. I'm like, I don't know. That sit down with Janelle just wasn't, it wasn't pretty. I don't get what he's getting at because if he really made that quote unquote, this switch and let the wolf out or whatever, mm -hmm. like you're not, you'd still be the same person. This conversation took an alarming turn. Like, yes, there was always like, it was always going to be crappy. I mean, he's always the victim and you have a friend there now. So of course he's going to take your side, but to see how he treated all of his wives that left, especially last episode of how horrible he spoke and acted toward Janelle. And then this, I am just saying maybe get a protective order. It's just a little too much. Like you can be angry. That's fine. Everyone can have those emotions. Well, no, there was, he was even mentioning just, I don't want to quote him exactly. Well, I'm not quoting him exactly. But he said something like almost like evil thoughts or. Yes, just, that's I'm too like, far. I was like, what are we talking about here? That's where it gets not normal. Sure. You can be angry. Sure. You can be sad. Sure. All of these things. But like you're almost talking about acting on it. Like you are letting it consume you and it sounds very violent. It just doesn't feel safe. And he's saying he doesn't want Robin to know how dark he's become. Why is she allowed to be protected from this? Or why are you trying to keep this from her? I mean, it goes back to, okay, I'm going to let the asshole out. But the way he's defining that is, well, not towards Robin. Like just everyone else, all yeah, my all other the kids, all my other kids, yeah. all my other wives and ex-wives doesn't even care that the kids find out about his darkness. He says that he has two littles that are still loving him back. And what a stupid thought to run away. 
It would be like abandoning them. He's got to stop with his two littles thing because Truly and Solomon are <laughs> not that far apart. I think a year and a half. He really needs to stop because you never lump Truly in with them. Nope. Why doesn't she get to be a chicken tender? She would love to be a tender. Cody continues on. I have a thing. I like to run away from my life. Just escape. Change my name. Be someone else. I hate my life right now. And this goes back to what Maddie was saying a long time ago when they were moving. And she says, it's like he's running away from something. They're always moving. They're always on the move in some type of way in their life. And especially him. He uproots the family continuously. That's an interesting thought. If the Brown family was to move again, what state would they end up in? Where are Robin's parents moving? I assume that's where they'll go. I really think Utah is in the future, though. Oh, interesting. I would imagine... Ooh, wait. One more option. I'll give you three. Okay. Utah, Wyoming. Cody's mom. Um, Or maybe, oh, what if they took over the ranch? I don't think Cody could handle it. (laughs) Okay. My picks. Montana. Oh, no way. New Mexico. Oh, okay. Texas. Oh, I see Texas high on the list. I didn't think about that. That's my top three. A little bit of tax breaks. Yeah. Robin says that she has always wanted to live a plural life and for Cody to question it feels like a deal breaker for the marriage. She says it would devastate me if he left. Girl, he left his entire family for you. You're fine. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you're good. Robin, you are good. I hated this editing, by the way, because now it's Christmas again. Like, why didn't we save the conversation with Nate for the end and end on that? I mean, even like the the boys travel trip, you could have also started just start with a Nate conversation. Mm-hmm. I guess it'd be kind of weird to be I'm all evil and then going into Christmas <laughs> scenes. It'd be kind of odd. We see Christine and her kiddos arrive to the vacation rental with Janelle. And it was so funny. You were like, who's that grandpa? Maybe it's like her dad. And he turns around and it's Peyton. <laughs> I thought it was a grandpa. Janelle's kids are playing in the snow. Hunter is barefoot and in shorts like a crazy person. You like wearing shorts in the winter too. What is that? I don't know. It's probably, it is a weird thing, but clearly I'm not alone. No, I at, least have people. Sho- I at least have shoes you, on. You do. They might be Crocs, but they're shoes. <laughs> Gabe talks about how his dad didn't make enough effort this year and maybe Robin too. He doesn't feel slighted by them, but more neglected. And I think that's a totally normal reaction to just not even getting a phone call. Nothing. Can he just make a group text of everyone he's neglected and just write like Merry Christmas? Because that would have been better than the nothing that everyone got. It's definitely more efficient. I do like the scenes. And it is rare to get the brown kids now on camera and talk like a talking head. Yeah. And we got Peyton. And Peyton gave us some gems. But I it, really like seeing Hunter. It, it is interesting to see. But you didn't get a talking head from Hunter. You just I got did to not. see Hunter. And I would have. oh, but Just see, to see Logan in the background. See, even, even Logan Hunter. Have we ever seen their or heard about their opinions of their dad? No, and I'm sure they won't even go there. Amazing. Uh, it's amazing that we, we haven't seen that or haven't gone anything, any posts, any, anything about that. McKelty's over here just, who wants to talk to me? <laughs> get <laughs> I'll on tell this, you get, anything. Get on this Patreon, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it was good to see that it seems like 
Gabe is in a better place and we saw him essentially, you know, crying because, you know, his dad forgot about his birthday, didn't even call him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's at a point where he's like, fuck it. We're just not going to have a relationship. Like, it's not going to impact me like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he's not going to put his energy there mm-hmm, is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Robin said the boys didn't want to be around her, her kids or Cody. And it was very heartbreaking for her. She said, if I would have thought for a second that they wanted anything to do with us, I would have pushed to make it happen. No, you want it. That's a lie because we find out with all the crap that you pulled in the group chat and people trying to involve you, you sabotaged it immediately. So no, that's a lie. I know this is like the third time I'm mentioning this in this episode, but you did have a chance to see them and kind of make amends or at least communicate when Mary asked, do you think I should invite them? You said, "Uh, I don't think that's such a good idea. Oh, it's scary. That's scary. Like, yes. So are you ever going to resolve this and confront this issue? Or are you always going to say it's scary and just avoid these kids for all of eternity? She will avoid them for all eternity and they pretend they don't exist because she has the prize that is Cody Brown. So again, don't say Oh, if there was, you know, any inkling that they wanted to hang out, I would have made it happen. No, you would not. This is a false statement. What it is right now, what it is right now is exactly how you want it. You are lying. Yes, you're lying to my face in my home because Mary was going to be the nice middle spot here. Offered to invite everyone over. And your response was not, yes, I would love to just clear the air or yes, let's just have a nice holiday. It was... That's scary. Then we are back at Robin and Cody's for second Christmas Eve and second Christmas morning. Very sadly, we see that Savannah is not included in this. She has not said that she wanted to see her dad and her dad has not invited her over, which is so gross. Like, be the adult, be the parent. Also, how awkward. Like, did the other girls just leave Savannah at home? And she likes to be neutral and be the bridge. That's true. I forgot they're all hanging out the same short-term rental. I forgot. Why didn't they bring Savannah with them? Yeah. Or like invite her or confront Cody right then being like, why isn't Savannah here? Like, is there awkwardly gifts for Savannah under that tree that they had to take back? Definitely not. Definitely not. Cody needed a list of who was coming and who he allowed over. Oh my gosh. Under the theory. Robin has so many things. That in a whim, she could find a gift for someone. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. She's I, ready, at, ready at all times. We got some leggings. We got some jewelry. It's fine. We can make anything happen. Robin says that Christine told her before she left that she didn't want a relationship with me or my kids. If my kids wanted a relationship with her, they'd have my blessing. That's a lie. In the words of Robin, that's a lie. She did not say that. But I digress. So the few kiddos stayed over at Cody and Robin's and had their own Christmas morning. Robin did not want Isabel and Truly to be the only one opening gifts. So she saved half of the gifts for her kids for that morning. And there were so many gifts for her kids that morning. What what did you think about this whole process? Like this whole scene? Oh man, like we cannot let... The little chicken tenders think that the world does not revolve around them for one day. We, they need to be included all the time, don't they? What is your story for the chicken tenders? I mean, do you say, 
oh, Santa, you guys were so good. He had to come back. Yeah. Because, like, what's the oh. story to keep Santa alive? Like, I think that was the story because they asked, like, oh, Ari, what are you doing? Putting on makeup. Oh, who got you that? Santa got it. So, yeah, right. when Santa, like, made a roundabout. Because like, <laughs> this is two days after Christmas. Yeah. He's like, Santa does return trips? Like, <laughs> I thought he only worked on Christmas. For you... For you only in this world, Santa came back for you a second time. You're the only child on this earth. And be like, why didn't he drop off gifts for my other siblings at the house on Christmas? They were naughty. Simple. They all got coal. Yeah, it's just weird. I wonder how you keep the whole Santa thing going when you're celebrating Christmas. Well, I'm going back to Robin's old past where they celebrated Christmas like two weeks after. So yeah. it's like, is the Santa thing. story just, no, is the Santa story just like dead to that family? Probably. We have to touch on it because it was a major point of the episode, but we are not parents. We cannot judge other parents, even though we do watch John and Kate plus eight and act like we were, we would react differently. <laughs> but seeing Ari with a binky makes me think back to when Solomon had his dental surgery, like how that was preventable, how that was caused because of, I think it's called bottle rot when... The kids' teeth aren't cleaned properly. It just makes me think like we're going down that path. But again, I we aren't parents, so we try to be sensitive to the fact that we don't know what that life is like in any way. Yeah, I just wonder. I see Ari, and at some points, because I don't even know, at some point she's almost the size of her brother, and I'm like, mm, that looks a bit odd. But again, I'm not a parent. Like, Is that normal? Like, Am I the weirdo that's thinking about this but it's actually a normal thing like parents hit us up like what do you think from everything i have seen on reddit she's far too old from like the standard perspective is it because she'll throw a fit if she doesn't have it is that why also they let her decide to stay up till two three in the morning like i don't know i i'm just saying take your own conclusions from that i don't have a lot to say on it again because i have zero experience we see a little sit down with Saul and Ari, which was cute enough. I mean, kids are weird and crazy and have short attention spans, so I don't take too much from it. Cody keeps bugging Robin during the gift opening to sit with him. He's like, yeah, we need a love seat. She eventually complies because, of course, she's going to listen to Cody, and she sits on the arm of the chair that he is sitting on. Cody lovingly rubs her back. And he talked about how he couldn't do this, you know, around Mary. Of course not. We got to, you know, lower the romantic tension. We got to hide that due to respect for Mary. Now, what about the respect for his children? These are the, this is the first holiday that they're experiencing with their parents separated. And you pull this crap, like just hold it in. They're not there much longer. You guys just woke up. Like, come on, you can handle it. Maybe it's my prude self-talking, but like, just be there for your kids. Sit on the ground with them. Sit next to them. Put your arm around them. My devil's advocate in me is saying that when these kids come over at any point in time, not the holidays, I would imagine that it's really not any different. So I think visually they're seeing the same thing they would see in any other situation if they were to come over to Robin's house. I just feel like it's so awkward. Cody ends this episode by saying that he's struggling to reach out to his family anymore because Janelle's house is the source of his pain. He says, 
I want a good Christmas. I am centered and present with Robin and her kids as best as I can so I can enjoy my Christmas. I'm not ready to change and there will be other Christmases. That statement that Gwen said still lives in my mind. She says, we're a family that avoids conflict. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, not only do we think about the, the kids avoiding conflict, but in some ways... Cody is avoiding conflict by avoiding other portions of his family. Yeah, specifically the boys. In some, in realistically, he's avoiding that conflict. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that to be around him in his home, Christmas time. Isn't that fascinating? While it's creating more conflict. So he's just never going to address it because it is what it is. On the next time on, Robin still can't sit down outside of Mary's house by the fire. Still standing. Still standing with her hands in her pockets. Did someone, like, make a pod making fun of how she sits? Like, why, no. can't, why can't she sit? <laughs> I don't know, but it's very uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My other thought process. It's a place of power. You're looking up to me. Oh, I, I don't think uh, it's she probably would not. be it's able really, to do it's that. It's really not. That's, that's too much. That's too much. And good old Birdie is now saying that plural marriage is hard. And she felt like Cody wasn't spending enough time at her house. Excuse me? Say it again. And not enough time at her house. I hope, wish we get talking head reactions from the other wives. I know. That is gold. Show Christine and Janelle this. Show Mary this. Well, Mary's sitting there. She's saying it to her face, which is ballsy. Realistically, though... Okay, he's not at the other wife's home. Robin just said, I wish he spent more time at my home. Like, what is this man doing? That's what I don't get. What is he doing? Like, if she really thinks that he's not there all the time and that he is actually going to the other wife's house. Is he doing like some undercover, like backroom poker games or something? Something, right? He's not at his other wife's house, but she's really convinced he is and that they just didn't clock it. What if he's letting Robin take all this heat, but he's like low-key playing poker? Do what you got to do. No, no. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. And the last thing I wanted to mention for the next time on is Mary saying that she's going to make changes. Peace out. Sayonara, bitches. Love it. Let's go. I want want the best for Mary. I'm reading into this a little bit, and this is just going to be some... I'm going on a vacation or something or extended vacation. I don't know. But oh, Mary, I hope you right. move on. I hope you're getting your awakening. I wish you the best. You're probably right. And I can totally see that. But I am hopeful this is when she sits Cody and Robin down and says, I'm not going to be around much anymore. But even that talk in my eyes, that's not even like I'm choosing divorce talk. It's, hey, I'm going to be spending more time in Parowan, so I'm not going to be around as much. But anytime you want me, call me because I'll come over. Like, that's what I think that sit down's going to be, which mm-hmm. I think for people is going to leave a lot to be desired. I, because we, I mean, we recently got that divorce statement, that mm-hmm. joint divorce statement. So I really don't think that sit down is going to be what I guess we want it to be or hope it to be. Probably not. Like this is Christine's going away was last season. We'll have Janelle's this season and maybe next season Mary's. Like the cliffhanger for this season will be. Mary's official departure. And I'll say it every week. I wish Mary was in the Friends Club. And I hope that there's some olive branch that happens. It is possible because you mentioned that this season's filming a very long 
or it's going to be showing a long period of time. Yeah, one year. I mean, they could. I mean, Mary could be in that. We'll see. Anything else for this week? No. Again, I think, man, I don't know if they have the top spot for TLC, but man, this is this is the content. This is the season to watch. If I get, I am so happy for Sundays to roll around. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch these episodes. A couple hours before the show premieres, Leon usually will yell around the house. It's almost time. It's almost time. <laughs> I always be like, you know, today is right. Let's go. And I'll always like forget. I'll always be like, what are we doing today? <laughs> As always, thank you to the new listeners and the old listeners that have been hanging out with us. It's so fun to see new people trickle into our social media or our download numbers go up. And so it's really great to see all of you guys and all of our interactions that we're able to have. And we thank you for your time and we hope you have fun. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all next time. Take care.